My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big Muse. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big Muse's rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at peter at bigmuse.com. Entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. I'm proud to let you know we record this show in the studios of 94.3 FM, The Talker, which is part of Bold Gold Media, and we are sitting in my hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yay, Scranton, Pennsylvania, D.C. Taylor. All right, all right. The Business Builder Show is proudly distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find The Business Builder Show and many other fine shows on C-Suite Radio. You can also find our show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on my website, which is Marty Wolf com. So, DC, are we ready to go? We're ready. All right, let's go. Let's introduce our guest. Our guest today is Don Yeager. Hi, Don. How are you? I am extraordinary, and I am not sitting in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I'm not uh, suggesting that those two are connected, but, <laughs> but both are true. Uh, I guess we could have a whole conversation about that, but I think we want to talk about a book that you have recently been part of, and the title of that book is Teammate... My Journey in Baseball in a World Series for the Ages, written by David Ross with Don Yeager. And in the inside cover, it says, co-writer Don Yeager is an award-winning speaker, business leadership coach, a nine-time New York Times bestselling author, and a longtime associate editor for Sports Illustrated. Don, is there anything wrong with that introduction? Anything we should change about that intro? Well, uh, this book became uh, New York Times bestseller number 10. So, so in the reprint of this book, the, uh, the next cover you'll get, it'll have a New York Times bestselling sticker on the front, and the, uh, the bio will change to say 10. That's just crazy, actually. If, uh, if you think about it, it's, um, you know, if you'd have told me in my early days that I'd get a chance to write one, um, I would have considered myself... Uh, lucky, and uh, to be there 10 times is pretty extraordinary. Wait, does it feel any different from the first one? Well, what's, no. what's, what's been on your heart? What's been on your mind in terms of, like, you're kind of indicating it like, wow, are you kidding me? 10. What's, what's different between the first or maybe the others in the 10th? Uh, I, I will say, uh, Marty, in its own interesting way, um, I, 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 this is, I, I love the, your use of the word journey in, in your introduction. I mean, this journey for me, which is now 30 years in the making, right, as a, as a writer, um, is, uh, has been one that, I, you know, I, everybody I know that says I set out and I laid out a 10-year plan, a 20-year plan, I knew where I was going. I, 
I wished I had been as prescient. I wish I could have. So as a result of the fact that there, that I, I'm day to day. So you know, <laughs> day to day, I, I marvel that any of these things happen to me, and I and I count my blessings. I am a, a student of of the word gratitude, and um, and it is, uh, it's a key, it's a key word for me, and I remain grateful every day. Yeah. That these things continue to happen. Yeah, phenomenal. So I'm going to give the title of the book again. Let's get into it a little bit. It's called Teammate, My Journey in Baseball and a World Series for the Ages. It's by David Ross with Don Yeager. Um, how did you connect with David Ross? Were you were you following his career? I believe you live kind of close together, but were you following David's career all along? So it's, it's actually a really fun story. We, we both live in the same small town in Tallahassee, Florida, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and I and I use small in you know kind of Scranton kind of kind of fra- you know terms. It's right. we're we're probably about the same size, about three hundred thousand people. And um, uh, and in that in this little town, I mean, the two of us have known each other. And we've kind of had the chance to have coffee here or there, or end up on airplanes together. And there's always kind of this good spirit, a little joking, and it has occurred over the years where. You know, we've joked around about well, you know, one day. I mean, I've, I've yeah, I've, I've written Walter Payton's book, and I've worked with Michael Jordan, and so maybe the next great Chicago athlete I need is David Ross. And, uh, and we, it was always kind of a laughter to that because, as I as I have uh, said a couple times when joking with David about it, nobody buys books about backup catchers. So, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, that's the, uh, the, the, the the that's the humor side of it. Yeah, and then yeah. we go into last season, and uh, two things were happening at the same time. One, David had announced that it was going to be his last year in baseball. He had played; it was his fifteenth season in the major leagues, and he has children who are uh, small. And his third child was born a, a year and a half ago, and so it was it was this opportunity for him to say, "I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the game on my terms," which doesn't happen. No. Very many people. Yeah, right. right yeah. Um, so he said it's his last year, and at the same time, everybody in the world predicted at the season's beginning that the Chicago Cubs were the favorite to win the World Series. And you know, you laugh about that. They they'd failed 107 previous years to yeah. do that. But, yeah, yeah. There was a so history there. <laughs> yeah. So suddenly you're going to install them as favorite. It's kind of a. It's almost laughable, frankly. Yeah. Um, and, but David and I were talking, and one of the conversations was, hey, this is your last year. You could be on this magical team. Do yourself a favor. Keep a daily diary. Keep a diary mm-hmm. regularly mm-hmm. about what's happening with the team, and maybe there'll be something fun that, that will come, come out of it. And, um, and he started shipping me some of these diary entries, and we're, not, we're barely a month into the season when I realized, you know what, he is in... He possesses a story that is not that doesn't that it, it wouldn't matter if the Cubs won or not. He possesses huh. this amazing story, yeah. And that is that this guy spent 15 years in the major leagues, 13 years as a backup, yeah. right? Yeah. And yet every year that he was available uh, to be picked up by uh, for the last eight years of his career, every time he, his contract became available, teams were lined up to sign this guy that was a very Average hitter and a you know good good replacement backup uh, catcher. Why was everybody? Why did they want him so badly? Yeah, yeah. And the reason they wanted him was that he made the locker room better, right? Yeah. He made his teammates better. He had established himself as one of the great teammates 
in the game of baseball, and it made his career. It doubled the length of his career, and it allowed him to win two World Series. Now, uh, one individual, uh, Theo Epstein, I think, has had an important role in that that you talk about in the book. Is that correct? Twice, yeah. Well, it was actually, yeah, twice. When he was, so so there's this window of time, and this is where the storytelling gets really fun and great, is, is there's a window of time about eight years into his career when David has this narrow period where he's the starting catcher for the Cincinnati Reds. So it's this one period of time he's, he's basically at the peak of his profession, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, but while in Cincinnati, uh, the, the Reds are not very good. <laughs> he's doing okay, but the team stinks. Yeah. And ultimately, the team changes managers, brings in a guy named Dusty Baker. Sure. And David and Dusty don't, don't click. Yeah. It, ha- it happens, right? It happens to a lot of us. Sure. And, um, and it gets to the place where in a game in August, the Reds are horrible. Uh, David starts the game, but halfway through the game, Dusty Baker yanks him from the field and <laughs> puts in his backup. And David sits in the dugout and he stews. And as soon as the game ends, he storms into Dusty's office and he asks, what's going on? Like, what's, what's happening here? Yeah. And Dusty Baker looked at him and said, by the way, young man, I don't know if you got it, but our team collectively just lost a baseball game out there on that field. And the second it was over, you're in here complaining about your situation. Wow. Frankly, that's a really, that, that doesn't look good. Yeah. It's not, it's not good form. Yeah, yeah. David Ross had a couple of choice words, storms out of the locker room, and, um, and a couple hours later it gets word that he's been cut by the Reds. They yeah. fired him. Right. Huh. And he has no idea what's going to happen. And as it, as, as it happens, Theo Epstein is the, the president of the Boston Red Sox time yep they're playing really well they had won two world series in the previous three years and now they've got this opportunity they're playing well people think they might win a third and they decide they need a third string catcher a backup to the backup yeah and david ross the starter is available and so theo epstein actually calls cincinnati and the word he gets is you don't want the guy he's a me guy right Mm. he's about in, in key moments, he's about himself over team. Wow. And Theo Epstein looks and says, you know what, we're only looking for a third-string catcher, right? Yeah. Not like we're, like we're going to invest everything in this guy. And our culture within the organization is pretty strong. I think we can absorb him. And they bring him in. And over the course of the next few weeks, he doesn't play very often. He only plays in eight games. Yeah. But he's actively engaged with the team, with the pitchers. With, he's, he's, he's a good teammate, right? So the Red Sox lose in the um, American League Championship Series, and as all the players are cleaning out their lockers, Theo Epstein grabs David Ross and he takes him into a locker or into an office, and he says, "Hey, I want to I want to share something with you." He said, "When we looked at bringing you in, the word on the street was you don't want to bring David Ross in. He's a me guy." He goes, "I'm going to tell you that's not what I saw, mm. but it's your reputation." That's your reputation. Wow. And reputations die hard. Yeah. And David Ross could have argued with him. He could have stood up and said, let me tell you about that SOB, you know, Dusty Baker. Let me tell you about the bad culture. And he could have argued, which is what many people would do, right? Yeah, sure. Sure. Instead, he stood up and he looked the OFC in the eye. He stuck his hand out and said, thank you. Wow. Wow. 
And he goes home, and, yeah. he says, I'm, and he tells his wife, if I get the chance to play baseball ever again, no one will ever call me a bad teammate again in my life. And he makes the study of becoming a better teammate his. Like, he owns it. Yeah. And he gets so good at it, he gets so good at it, that ultimately, uh, you know, teams, as I said, are lined up to sign this guy. He's a career 220 hitter, right? I mean, he fails four out of five times that he goes to the plate, right? But he's um, in demand. But he's in demand because yeah. he learned to make others better. Wow. So solid. And so that became that became the story that I wanted to tell through the life of David Ross, which is that we can do the same thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The phrase I use the phrase I use is that David Ross became invaluable without ever being most valuable. Wow. Became invaluable uh, and say that again. Became invaluable without ever being most valuable. Wow. Powerful. And if we can learn that, right, yeah. each one of us can learn how to make ourselves invaluable by being great teammates, amazing things happen. Yeah. Both organizationally and for us. I'm Marty Wolf. Stay here for more with my guest, Don Yeager. My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big Muse. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big Muse's rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at peter at bigmuse.com. Have you struggled to make the necessary changes in your business and want an easier way? VentureGreatly.com has a solution for you. Hi, this is Marty Wolf, and I'm proud to announce my partnership with Venture Greatly. We are helping business owners thrive in changing times, and times are definitely a-changing. Venture Greatly is staffed by executive coaches and business consultants with decades of experience, and experience matters. To set up an initial call, just click on the Book a Strategy Session button on the Venture Greatly website. That's VentureGreatly.com. Be sure you mention you heard about Venture Greatly on the Business Builder Show. Thanks. I'm speaking with Don Yeager. The book is Teammate, My Journey in Baseball and a World Series for the Ages by David Ross and my guest Don Yeager. To hit some, in addition, you're a great storyteller, Don. I don't have to remind you of that. You you, you engage. I like pause. I, I I always listen to my guests, but I'm like frozen when I'm listening to you. you you're, you're, you're solid, man. So so to give us some key points, uh, you wrote an article in Forbes, uh, and it's what you're talking about. Chicago Cubs, David Ross, teaches us three ways to be a better teammate. So to just kind of give us a framework for the discussion, you hit on some some key points. You told the story about Theo Epstein, and, and one of the first things you say is, you know, to be engaged uh, what do you mean by that? What did, what did you write about in Forbes? Give me give me more sure. detail on that. No, so a great teammate is um, a great teammate is aware of what's happening around him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for David Ross, I mean, let, let's be honest, right? So he after that Boston experience when when he when Theo Epstein kind of gives him his wake up call, uh, he does sign another contract to go play in the major leagues for the Atlanta Braves, but he's a backup to an All Star. So he's back to being a backup again. Now it's easy to say, "Heck, I'm the backup. The guy in front of me is an all-star." Heck, that probably happens in a lot of office office places too. Sure. 
I am, I, I mean, little is expected of me. Um, and so I'm going to be, I'm going to find myself some neat corner to hang out in. And I'm going to make sure no one sees me. Yeah. And I'm, not gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. David Ross said, no, 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 no. I'm going to be on the top step of the dugout every time my teammates come in and off the field. I'm going to be engaged in everything happening in their, they're the ones performing today, but I'm going to let them know that I saw it. Yeah. And by being aware and by complimenting and by, by, by they know you're watching. Yeah. What it, what it opens up is the opportunity for you to also, at the right time, offer them advice and criticism because they know you really care. You're not just, you didn't take your lot in life, which was to be a backup, yeah. and go sit in the corner and wallow about it. You stayed on the top step. You stayed ready. You stayed engaged with everything happening in the team, even though the team wasn't really asking you to be the star. Yeah. So he was encouraging. He held others accountable. He held himself accountable. He held others accountable. Right. Um, it's it's a fantastic book, a great story. I'm going to switch tracks on you here, so you're ready. I'm sure you're ready for anything I can ask you. <laughs> here you go. Are you ready? <laughs> Why do you find these stories so fascinating? Why do you find sports so fascinating? Well, I just think... Um Sports for me is a metaphor, right? It's a, it is a way, it is a window uh, in, in which we can, I can, I can maybe help others see the world differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I look for opportunities in in sports related type projects. I look for opportunities to uh, to try to broaden the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a story. It's not just a story, David Ross. Yeah. It's the story of how do we become better teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he became that and so he's he's the model for what we're trying to do. But it's um so I use I, I think um most I, I thank you for the kind words about me being a good storyteller. I think most storytellers uh do so uh metaphorically, right? We we kind of bring we we tell stories that don't directly apply to you, or like maybe you're not the name in the story, mm-hmm. but you can see yourself in the story. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, um, then people, the, the level of engagement grows. How's the best, what's the best way for people to stay in tune with you? I know what's going on. You know I see what you're doing. Is the best way to go to your website, donyeager.com? Is that the best thing? That's awesome. I, I'm also pretty reasonably active on social media and yeah. on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and yeah, you, know, you all are those, all those things. And so if there's uh, yeah, if they have accounts and want to stay in touch there, those are always really great places as well. And yep. um, so, yeah, I just I, I love engagement and getting into discussions about how we all can grow and get better. Yeah, and it's Jaeger is spelled Y A E G E R Don Jaeger and DonJaeger dot com, and you can find him on. Uh, several social media channels. I got another question for you. How do you stay? How do you stay sharp? How, how do you continue to to play and work at the level that you're at? There's a business lesson here. Um, I, I I think probably the thing that that I work I work actively on is presence. Um, to stay present in whatever I'm doing 
whether it's, uh, I mean, when I'm, uh, you and I were chatting before we got on the line, you know, when I'm uh, when I'm on the road or on, on at home with my two children and my wife, I, I'm, I'm not answering my cell phone all the time. I'm not checking, mm. I'm not checking status updates and this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I am, I'm present. I try mm-hmm. to be present when I'm on uh, when I'm on with you. Uh, I'm not. I, I don't have email going on in the background. I'm not. I'm not trying to. Yeah. I, I just think that if you can stay present in everything you do. Um, you have the opportunity to bring your best. Yeah, and that's my um, that's I that's the way I feel like I'm. I think I'm that's honoring, I'm honoring others and honoring my commitment to others. Yes, yeah. I think that's great great advice. And uh, um, when people go to your site, they're going to see you're not only a best selling author, but you're a professional speaker. And uh, you can find uh, information about Don as a professional speaker also. And he's travels a lot because I, I pay attention to what, what Don is doing. And again, uh, we're speaking with Don Yeager. His book, his latest book, 10th best-selling book, uh, along with David Ross's teammate, My Journey in Baseball and a World Series for the Ages. And, and David Ross became even famous on Dancing with the Stars, and you were in the audience. Well, what, ex- what excitement, man. Uh, so that was crazy. Uh, so uh, you know, to carry, to, if I, do, you, do we have a couple of minutes for me sure, to carry sure, forward? Sure, yeah, so, absolutely. So, so we agree to do this book, and we decide that we're going to take off. But, we're, but the book is going to be about what does it mean to become a good teammate, right? That's what the book is going to be as we begin writing it last spring. And who, you know, anybody who pins their hopes on the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series um, is is an idiot. And so... Um, and so I didn't, right? We, yeah. we were writing a book that yeah. was going to run and was going to be successful. We were convinced of it. With or with without, without the, right. the yeah. Cubs winning a World Series. Yeah. But lo and behold, the Cubs freaking won the World Series, right? Yeah. And they don't just win the World Series, but they, but they go to the seventh game in the World Series, and in the seventh game, David Ross is inserted into the lineup in the fifth inning, and in an inning later, he hits a home run. No. Right? Unbelievable. In his last at bat in Major League Baseball, his last chance to put on a uniform and say, I play this game for a living, he hits a home run. Unbelievable. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like the Cubs are going to win, and then Cleveland battles back and, and, and ties the game, and it's headed into the 10th inning. And just as the 10th inning, just as the 10th inning is getting ready to start, the heavens open up, right? And rain just pours down in Cleveland, and so bad that sure. you have to roll a tarp out and stop the game, and yeah. send both teams to their dugouts. And if you're a Cle- if you're a since if you're a, 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 a Chicago Cubs player, imagine you were four outs away from winning, from from reversing a hundred eight year old curse, yeah. and suddenly you gave up three runs to to tie the game. Yeah, you can imagine you're probably. I mean, you can imagine how down they were. Yeah, right? yeah. And as they walk into the dugout, this player named Jason Hayward yeah. says, guys, come back here. And he takes the 25 players, just the players, not the, not, no, no one from leadership, no manager, just the players into an, in a players-only meeting. It's the only time all season, all season long, that the Cubs had a players-only meeting was in the 10th inning of the 7th game of the World Series. And he looks at his teammates and he said, guys, we are here today. We won 103 games in the regular season because we played for each other. Because I played for you and you played for me, right? 
can we go out and do this one more time? Mm. Now, the cool part about that story is that Jason Hayward, Jason Hayward, when, when David Ross went to Atlanta and he said, I'm going to study what it means to be a great teammate, I'm going to learn what it means, I'm going to make it my mission to become a great teammate, the guy sitting in the locker next to him was a rookie named Jason Hayward. Phenomenal. They spent four years together on this journey learning how to become great teammates. And when Jason Hayward signed with the Cubs last year, it was the day after David Ross had announced that it was his last last season in baseball. And Jason Hayward opened a discussion with the Cubs media by saying, I've asked the Chicago Cubs that as we travel this next season, everywhere we go, I want David Ross to stay in the presidential suite of every hotel. Yeah. Because I'm here today signing this contract because that guy taught me what it meant to be a great teammate while we were together in Atlanta. Jeez, wow. So this guy, who was the student in Atlanta in the 10th inning of the 7th game of the World Series, becomes the teacher, right? Yeah. He tells, he says the right words, and the team comes out of the locker room in the 10th inning, scores two runs, wins the World Series, and the game is over, and Fox Sports is interviewing David Ross on the field, and right in the middle of one of his answers, his teammates pick him up yeah. and carry him off the field on their shoulders. Phenomenal. Yeah, incredible. Backup catcher. Backup catcher got carried off the field. Yeah. And he didn't know what to do with his hands. Talk about yeah. that, too, quickly. No, it's so because I, I, I watched the video over and over again. Yeah. I kept watching David, because part of it was, and so he said, you know, my greatest challenge was, well, I didn't know what to do with my hands. I didn't know what the hell how to act, right? He said, you know, I, he said I've, I've prepared for everything else in life but being carried off the field, because that's not who I am, right? I'm the backup catcher. And so it's he didn't phenomenal. know, do I blow kisses to the crowd? Do I... Do I thank God? Do I look for my family? Do I? So basically, he did all of it. Right? He did all of those things with his hands. It was horrible. It was embarrassing. <laughs> but it was so cool because oh yeah, so real, so yeah. real. Yeah, that's what made this guy. And so this guy is an app. And yes, out of all of that, Dancing with the Stars calls and says, "Would you become the first baseball player ever on our competition?" And he finishes second. Which is crazy. I know. <laughs> I'm watching it. I'm going like, what the hell? Talk about being a fan favorite, huh? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> you know, America fell in love with him. Why? Yeah, I mean, I mean, outside of Cleveland and St. Louis, America fell in love with this guy. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah uh, except for the opposing he, teams. <laughs> right. He is just this because, <laughs> but, he, but he speaks to all of us, and that's what's so cool. Oh, that's great about the book and about the message. Yeah. Is that the bigger lesson is that we can all learn that, right? We can learn how to become better teammates. And David Ross shows us it can be learned behavior because he had to learn it. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and that's absolutely. really strong. That's a big message. And if we could teach that in our office places, if we could teach that, you know, on our Little League baseball teams, if we could teach that, that becoming a teammate, a great teammate, is behavior that we can work on, amazing things can happen. We can teach it, and we can start with, um, I'm sure a lot of us are already on that journey, but uh, start following Don Yeager on donyeager.com on his social media ch- uh, sites. Get um, the, the book, Teammate, by David Ross and Don Yeager. And then let's wrap up by something else that you're doing that I'm loving, The Greatness Green Room. Talk about that quickly, and uh, let's wrap up. Thanks, Marty. So, no, I just, about a year ago, some folks on my team came and said, Don, you have 
like you have, you have thousands of hours of interviews with amazing winners, and, and you know, and most of your articles or books, are in, you get to use a little, very small portion of it. Can we pull some of that out? And they started chronicling it. My team started putting together these little nuggets of, and they called it the Greatness Green Room. And so I go into the studio, I videotape a short little intro, and then we, we just let you listen in on interviews I've done with, you know, the Mike Krzyzewskis and the Steve Kerrs and the, I mean, just some of the great winners of our time yeah. uh, who are just sharing some of their wisdom. And it's content that I have had and owned but have never shared. And so it's, it's kind of a cool thing. It's great, man. So uh, yeah, go to DonJaeger.com. If you can't find it there, I'm sure a Greatness Green, green Room is on that site. If not, look Don Yeager and Greatness Green Room. Subscribe to that. Start getting that. Hey, Marty, before we leave, I want to make sure we give a shout-out to Noelle Adcroft with Krispy Kreme. I, I know she's the biggest Cubs fan in Scranton, and I hope she enjoyed the book teammate. Don Yeager, you're the best. Thank you so much for uh, being with us on the Business Builder Show. Marty, my honor. Thanks, buddy. So thank you so much for listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf, reminding you to find this show and many others at csuiteradio.com. Thank you to our show sponsors, bigmuse.com and venturegreatly.com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show and have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Have you struggled to make the necessary changes in your business and want an easier way? VentureGreatly.com has a solution for you. Hi, this is Marty Wolf, and I'm proud to announce my partnership with Venture Greatly. We are helping business owners thrive in changing times, and times are definitely a-changing. Venture Greatly is staffed by executive coaches and business consultants with decades of experience, and experience matters. To set up an initial call, just click on the Book a Strategy Session button on the Venture Greatly website. That's VentureGreatly.com. Be sure you mention you heard about Venture Greatly on the Business Builder Show. Thanks.